Hello and welcome back to Gareth Talks. This episode is the final episode in the series about millennials. Thank you to those who have been in contact and shared their views on the topic. This episode is titled Millennials Are Here to Stay. Baby boomers sometimes believe millennials are entitled and lazy, but this couldn't be further from the truth. Millennials have entered in a professional world where their realities are widely different from the ones boomers knew. They prioritize things that don't make sense to boomers because their environment has different demands. For example, millennials expect to be fired or let go regularly. So they want work that is in direct line with their own career equity, which are the skills and experiences that help them improve their career prospects. They know their time is limited, so they don't invest in doing things outside their own path. Boomers, however, are used to working hard for a company in exchange for long-term investment in skills, development, and for security, like a retirement fund or pension. But employment security and long-term investment no longer exist in the modern working world. Baby boomers have certain expectations of young employees based on their own experiences. Boomers entered a company and were expected to pay their dues in order to move forward. Their understanding was if they worked hard for the company for several years and the company benefited from their work, they would be rewarded with pay rises and promotions. If they stayed in the company for long enough, they'd have a good pension. This was the bargain struck between an employee and a company in the old days. You work hard and in exchange we'll give you security and stability. Now, boomers expect millennials to work for the same bargain. They think millennials want to progress too fast and aren't paying their dues, which comes off as lazy. Boomers also assume millennials are flighty and don't stay in their roles with any kind of commitment. What boomers don't realize is the other end of the deal that they had. The end that's supposed to be a payoff for the employee. It isn't there anymore. It's a whole new world out there and boomers have to recognize that if they're going to be successful in managing millennials, they also have to understand what the millennials actually want. Because millennials don't expect to stay with the company for a long term, their interest is in what can benefit them now. This doesn't come from the inability to commit, it is a result of massive turnover rates and unsustainable economy and a more competitive business environment. What millennials are learning from their work experience is they will inevitably get fired, let go, shut down, or need to look elsewhere for personal growth. They expect to leave a position in a very short amount of time, so they want to get paid competitively and want to take on more responsibility quickly. They treat work as a way of building their own professional equity and skill set as further bargaining chips, so when it's time to move on, they are prepared. Professional service companies like consulting firms, investment banks, and law firms have already found a way to tap into this mindset of offering skills development and mentorship. In some ways, they're preparing their staff to move on to other companies, but they're also getting an intense level of hard work from the millennials in the meantime. In some cases, the employee feels invested and stays a lot longer. Tech companies also understand the benefits of this investment and fight to recruit then keep millennial talent. For example, Google also currently sends employees to conferences and boot camps to improve their skills. This is another way to tap into millennial aspirations for a mutual benefit. The team feels like they're getting skills that they can apply anywhere and the company gets a return on their investment. While this is one example of what a new bargaining chip could look like, it's not the only one. There are other ways to tap into a millennial's aspirations, but they don't come from mind reading. Boomers managing millennials need to understand their employment relationship is going to be short, so they have to cut to the point immediately. Conversations around what the employee wants from a job need to happen as early as an interview in order to continue motivating throughout the working relationship. Some questions to ask include, what does the employee want from us? What are we providing the employee in exchange? What does the employee want in the long term and short term? What do they want from their career? And what kind of goals do they have outside of work? So, should you hire a millennial? Here's what the data says. Millennials are trying to shake a bad reputation 
While every generation seems to be looked down upon by the generation that comes before them, when millennials first started entering the workforce, they faced a massive wave of backlash. Accused of being narcissistic, selfish, entitled, and generally immature, some business owners have thus far refused to make any significant millennial hires, and others have made a point to publicly complain about the bad experiences they've had. As you might imagine, the horror stories are one side of it. While there are some shared qualities across the majority of the generation, there are also persistent stereotypes that only apply to a few. And for every bad quality exhibited by a millennial, there's usually a good or neutral one to balance it out. Still, cultural perceptions have dictated the higher or avoidance of millennials for far too long. What does the data say about millennials in the workplace? Most of the things you hear about millennials are true, at least to some degree. According to research done by PricewaterhouseCoopers, Deloitte Millennial Survey and an internal research done by Upwork, there are some key qualities of millennials that differentiate them from other generations. One thing you notice from the statistics is that, with a few exceptions, the data is closer for millennials and non-millennials than you might have previously thought. Like a 9% jump, 71% of millennials compared to 62% of others favor their personal lives. This is significant, but it represents a majority belief across the board. Knowing this, you can anticipate the major obstacles when it comes to hiring and managing millennials. Even knowing these, remember that the gap between millennials and non-millennial generations is smaller than it seems on the surface, at least according to the data. There are some clear trends differentiating the generations, but not so dramatically that one is universally a better hire than another. Ultimately, hiring a millennial isn't that much different than hiring someone of another generation. Focus on skill sets, personalities, and cultural fit when you're going through the different candidates, regardless of their age. If you're concerned about the differentiating factors that distinguish millennial workers, like the demand for more flexibility and recognition, think about where your organization stands. Does it currently offer some degree of flexibility, or rewards for hard work, or a solid retention strategy? If not, then are you willing to transform to embrace this latest generation? Here's the curveball. You may not have a choice. Even after listening to this, you might have your mind made up about millennials, but you won't be able to keep millennials out of your organization forever. By next year, 2020, millennials will make up more than 50% of the workforce, and already businesses are starting to transform to integrate them more seamlessly. The traditional work speed is starting to die, and strict rules about office conduct are starting to soften. Obviously, it's up to you whether you want to hire a millennial or not, but try not let your generational views get in the way of hiring an otherwise great candidate. Generational differences aren't nearly as dramatic as they made out to be, and the wider your pool of candidates is, the more likely you'll be able to find a perfect fit. My personal view is that you should be hiring millennials. You should be embracing them, and if you don't, there's only two possible outcomes for your business. One, you're going to run out of talent, and two, you won't keep up with the trends. The old adage, people don't like change. However, it is inevitable and it's good for us, so we need to welcome it as best we can. During this series on millennials, I've learned a lot about the psyche of this generation and also Generation Z. And guess what? They want all the things that you and I want. They just know how to voice their opinions and their desires at a younger age, as technology has allowed them to grow up quicker. So embrace them and allow your business to grow with them. That's all for this episode of Gareth Talks and the series on millennials. I hope that there has been some enlightening conversation for you. Thank you to those that have messaged me and shared their thoughts, of which I've actively used in constructing these episodes. Gareth Talks is available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud and GarethTalks.com.